You're listening to Cosplay Bites, the podcast that takes a closer look at the world of cosplay, conventions, and all the nerdy bits and bites. Brought to you by the Lightning Palace and proudly sponsored by Anchor. Join me as I discuss a variety of topics and conventions alongside the joy of bringing your favorite characters to life. I'm such a fat ass. Mm. (laughs) And that's what we're going to open with it. What's going on, guys? Here's another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show that's all about cosplays and conventions and all the other extra nerdy bits and bites. Uh, I got my waifu back for another episode, uh, Jess, also known as JC Cosplay. Hello, hello. Hi. And uh, yeah, we're going to sort of continue like my series of like recent episode strings regarding the whole kind of shut down for the year no two ways about it and quarantine having an effect but before we get into that um just a quick little uh administration stuff um over on my blog i'm trying to do my best to help have a stream of content coming through with pretty much no photo shoots happening or very little amount but if you go over to my blog lightning palace you can check out features on um we got kupo's uh, nessa from pokemon sword and shield i have miss siaglo's kingdom hearts 3 Kyrie, a special showcase on interventus and her insane body painting that she does over on twitch and then upcoming, I've got uh, Chibi Tifa's Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite and Starner Cosplay's Supergirl. And then a uh, quick shout out to my patrons over on my Patreon. I have Kendall, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, Mink the Seder, Katyuska Moonfox, Oh My Sophie, Coralia Jade, and Shaylin. And with that being said... Let's just get into this episode. So if you follow the last couple of episodes of my show, um, a lot of it's just been around how like the cosplay community industry has been dealing with, you know, the pandemic and the shutdown and how every con under the sun had been postponed or canceled. And I talked about, you know, online conventions, how some of them have started popping up. Um you know, just creating during this whole thing. So for this episode, I wanted to take a look at how some content creators are just dealing with this. I mean, you know, you've got people that are still churning out content for their uh, Patreon and OnlyFans. Um, Some, like Jess, I've seen her post about um, doing, quote-unquote, socially distancing uh, photo shoots. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. How have you been dealing with this whole quarantine thing? Well, I've been working throughout this whole ordeal. So, for me, it hasn't really changed very much because I haven't been going to conventions like crazy. And my last convention was KatsuCon, which was, I think, the last convention before everything just shut down. So I didn't, I don't have anything else to look forward to until KatsuCon 2021, if it continues to exist in 2021. I'm not really sure. But 
for the most part, I've just been doing some photo shoots. And when I work with Greg, he is, he has his own studio. So when I go to his studio, it's just me and him. And he is not very close to me. And even if he is, it's not, I'm not really concerned. Um, Right, right. And because when he has other clients come in, everyone's wearing masks and all that fun stuff. When I work, I'm wearing my mask. Um, When I did my shoots with Manny, it was just me, Manny, and my partner. And it was... It was at parks, so everyone was already separated from each other. But that's really how I've been keeping busy. Um, Working, photo shoots, editing, easy peasy stuff, and getting things ready for if Katsukan does happen. We got some costumes in the works. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's fun. Um, But I know it's affecting a a lot of my friends also. So we just got to get through it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other, like, huh, I wonder what else we could talk about in terms of, like, you know, because I've got, because I know certain people that are still, it didn't seem like they've been affected as much, too, because it's almost like business as usual like those that do like their photo shoots like in house like in their studios like i know just off the top of my head that um uh nicole marie jean and her husband they do their photo shoots still like crazy within their house right like just back to back like like a photo shoot or a set every week or so so bless her because she is amazing i love her and her husband oh yeah they are fantastic people. Um, you know, I do have, because a lot of my friends, ha- are, they're all dealing with this completely different. And a lot of my close friends aren't really in the cosplay community, but the ones that are in the cosplay community, they've been doing the the online cosplay contests. One of my oh, friends yeah, was... Yeah. One of my friends was just, I think she's going to be in the Dragon Con one or was in the Dragon Con one. Um, She was in another one. I think she's up for the one that Reed Pop is going to be doing, I think, for New York Comic Con. So. Right. Yeah. There are people that are doing that. And, you know, I do have friends also who haven't been dealing with it as well (laughs) because they their social interaction is usually at conventions. And sure, I know a lot. Most most of my friends are all out of state, so I know for other people that's very difficult. I'm very antisocial as it is, so for me this is like a vacation. <laughs> so, <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> but I know for other people it's not. So I know they're affected a little bit differently, and they are trying to do these online conventions to have some kind of normalcy. So right. I'm appreciative of the fact that conventions are doing that. So have I, think, you, I think that's pretty cool. Have you like tried any of them out? Cause I, I know I did. I checked out the metaverse when they first did their like quote unquote, like test run mm-hmm. for it was in August. I think it was in place of Emerald city comic con. Right. 
And then I did the DC Fandome, which happened like a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. And those were very interesting. Like I would, I would, I would a bit more privy or more so of a fan, not just because I'm a DC fanboy, but be, because of how the fandom itself, um, like just presented itself. Mm-hmm. Um, have you like looked into any of those or like have like sort of like browsed through them like on your laptop at home or? I actually have not. And I haven't because they usually fall on weekends and the weekends that they've been falling under, I've been either working or I've been doing shoots or something else has come up. So I haven't really been looking into it, but I know that a lot of people have been doing the whole meeting the celebrities via zoom or Skype or however they're handling that. And Mm. I think that's a really cool idea, but because I am so socially awkward and very anxious, I don't know if I could handle the pressure of meeting a celebrity, even though it's monitor to monitor versus in person. Yeah, that that might be even a little (laughs) more awkward than usual. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I've, I've done photo ops at conventions and it's so quick that you don't really have time to react but because you have i think it's five minutes or six minutes with the celebrity it's it's awkward because <laughs> what do i say to you i'm just in shock i'm right. just gonna stare at you for five minutes <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna stare at chris hemsworth for like five minutes and just be, be in awe like oh my god you're and Thor. he's gonna be like what is this stupid person doing to me right now? It's just so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but, you know, I they must have some kind of training for that. I'm sure. For the awkward fans. I'm sure. <laughs> like, I like, would hope. Yeah, like, like give them, like, questions to ask if they're, if the person that they're meeting is just so awkward and, like, starstruck and can't really form words to say. Yep, that would, that would be me. Yeah. Yep. I would. I would stare, and I would be like, uh, 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 la, la, la. "That that would be the my mouth." Right. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so typically, um, so you go to your whoever, whichever photographer that you're shooting with. Is it usually? I mean, even when it wasn't during quarantine, like is it usually like a far drive for you, or so. Like, is- the only two photographers I, I work with right now were, well, it was Manny, um, Cantera Image, but he just moved to Florida. So my other photographer is Greg, which is Studio 95 Photo. Um, okay, he, yeah. He is about 20 minutes away from me. Um, I live in Connecticut, and there's not very many photographers in my area. A lot of the photographers that are in my area are maybe 45 minutes to an hour away, which is what Manny was for me. So it's, it's been challenging, but I'm, I'm thankful for Greg because he does have a whole studio and he's flexible to travel wherever. So I, I'm always down to work with new photographers, but I'm very blessed to have Greg and all his knowledge with me. So I don't have to always be on the hunt for somebody that's flexible with my schedule because 
that's literally Greg's job. He is a professional photographer. He has his own studio. He rents out his studio space. So that is his job. So if I want to go shoot tomorrow, I give him a call. I'm like, hey, you got you got any free space for me? And it'll be either, no, I don't. Why are you bothering me? Or, yeah, I do. Come on in tomorrow whenever you want. So it's a lot of flexibility. So, Yeah. It, it, it makes up for the fact that I don't have an abundance of photographers like a New York cosplayer would have. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's all cool. Yeah. Um, have you, and it seems like, I think you have done some cosplay shoots. Maybe I'm just not remembering them from looking at your post. Cause I feel like the most recent ones have just been like fashion E shoots or right. Casual so- lifestyle shoots or. I've so I'm not doing cosplay as much anymore. Um, I feel like I've already cosplayed pretty much everyone that I really wanted to cosplay. So unless it's something like Mitsuki, which is Mitsuki Bakugo from My Hero Academia, that was such an easy costume. I think the whole costume cost me like twenty bucks. Oh yeah. Um, and. My my only really big cosplay, I want to say, is the pinup Snow White that I'm working on. Um, but I really think after that, my cosplaying is just kind of going to take a back seat. I don't think I'm really going to do it as much anymore unless it's something super, super simple. Um, and, and I kind of want to go more into the casual type of shoots. Um, I have a little bit more fun with that because it's not a lot of pressure of having to make sure that my wig is completely perfect or that my costume is perfect. If I, I I won't really have malfunctions because the last shoot I just did, it was just a little leotard, but gave me a lot of issues, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of tired of the the cosplay stress. (laughs) Right. Do you think that would affect your convention going? I, I feel like you've told me before that you kind of took in a, step back from going to cons i did yeah yeah so for me we i don't know if if you know or some of your listeners will know but the one convention i i try to go to every year is katsukon and it's more so because all of my friends go to that convention and i can see them all in one place yeah um and it, it feels more like a vacation to me than it does a convention. Um, because something like New York Comic Con, it's very crowded. It's You miss all of your friends because there's so many people. That's exactly, um, yeah, that's exactly what happened last year. And that's what made it such a disappointment for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, just, I couldn't find anyone. I kept missing everybody. Yeah, it's, it's very crowded. And I know... It, it it's not very fun for me anymore. So that's why I didn't go last year. And it has become very mainstream. And I am very appreciative of that because even though it is more mainstream and I know a lot of people aren't cool with that, but that means that we get more at a convention, more celebrities are likely to show up, more artists are more likely to show up. So I am thankful that it's mainstream for that reason, but how many people did they have last year? It was like 200,000 or something crazy God. for the Javits yeah. Center. <laughs> so that's 
why I'm kind of taking a step back from conventions, but with Kazukon, it doesn't feel like that. And, but this year when the hotel block went live, it was a shit show. 100% shit show. It, I don't, yeah. Besides myself, I don't know anyone in my, in my immediate circle that was able to get a room. So, yeah. So besides myself and my roommates, that's, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Did they, I imagine they didn't announce rooms going on sale for next year quite yet, right? Because they don't even know if it's going to happen next year. They did, actually. They, the room oh. block was released, and I was able to get a room, but most of my other friends did not get a room. So, Oh, boy. Yeah, and I was emailing back and forth with the coordinator of the Katsukon rooms and he told me he was like nope they're just sold out they're just sold out they're just sold out they're just sold out and I kept saying you know it's it's very strange that it's just sold out because the, some of the dates that were selling out didn't make sense and when I spoke to the people at the Gaylord they were basically saying some of these dates weren't even open for the room block so we we had to book outside of the room block to be able to get a room for one of the nights. And then they finally told me, and I, they, I don't know if they announced this on their Facebook page or Twitter or whatever social media they use besides Facebook, but they had a limited amount of, of rooms because of the COVID um, social distancing and all that. So instead of booking at 100%, I think they only booked at like 50 or less. So yeah. this next Katsukon is not going to be crowded if they even have it. So yeah, we I'm sure we won't find out until the month before. Just like all these other conventions that have been canceling left and right. And they've been waiting for the last possible second. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's what New York Comic Con did when... Because it feel like they were they were just waiting for like the call that if it was gonna happen or not. I mean they they apparently they tried everything they could, but like the current state of everything is just like there was just no way. Yeah, I I also feel with Comic Con and and I don't want to villainize them or anything like that, but I feel like they waited a little bit too long, and they never really. I'm sorry, let me take that back. They didn't wait that long, but they just kind of never really confirmed that New York Comic Con wasn't happening. It was more of like... Yeah, it, was, I'm, it was a very awkward statement that they put out. Yeah, yeah, with their video that they put out. Yeah, because I'm, I'm watching the time go by, and I'm thinking years past, like, you know, early summer, like June-ish? Yeah. That's when tickets went on sale. They never went on sale, so I'm like, okay. What's going on, guys? <laughs> I, and I mean, like, it, that that was the first sign to me. Like it's probably not going to happen because I mean, if it was still happening and then it would it would like they went on sale like August or even like September. Oh my god, it would have been a mad dash because right. it's just because with their whole thing of how they let could they of them doing the tickets and wait like the first wave of people just like previous attendees would get their first crack yeah. before it be made available to the public. 
but yeah, I think, when I think June what would have been really just... cool. What, what would have been really cool if they? I I know this wouldn't have worked, but it's just an idea. If New York Comic Con just kept it for the tri-state area versus worldwide, because you know a lot of these states you can't travel back and forth, but the tri-state area is working together. You know we can go back and forth between Jersey, New York, Jersey, Connecticut, Connecticut, New New Hampshire, you know, the main Northeast, I guess you can say. Right. And I, it could have been cool if they just did a little thing for those people or even just the New Yorkers because they still could have made some money. But I under, I totally understand why they didn't do that, but just an idea. Yeah. So when you went to, yeah, no, because I think it wasn't so much that CatuCon was the last con. For me, it was PAX East. That was mm-hmm. the con that I went to under my own content. Um, yeah, that was that was just like, they got really lucky before shit hit the fan and everything got canceled. Yeah. It's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm curious. I mean, I, I, cause I mean, at this point, due to uh, personal reasons, uh, I don't know how I'd be able to swing New York Comic Con going forward. But mm-hmm. I would definitely like do PAX East again, just on this year's experience alone, and then I'd love to do Katsukon again. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you said, like a lot of your friends go there. I feel like for me, like, yeah, a lot of my friends. They go there, like a lot of cosplayers that I haven't met that I've been dying to meet after following them for so long. Like it's like the like one That's of the, the go to go to cosplay event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, cause I, I cause I mean I know the last time you were on was an episode about Katsu this year, but um so did so you obviously had to get a badge because of their new rule. Yeah. Of like no lobby conning it anymore, which is what I did the last two times I went. Mm-hmm. Um, did you end up like doing anything in the con like vendor hall itself or was it just. Well, I always buy a badge, so I don't go to a convention to not buy a badge. Right. Um, I know there are people that would just prefer to stay at the hotel and, and do that. Um, and I know with their bat with. The whole, I'm sorry, with the whole Gaylord thing, as long it, you either needed a badge or you needed a room, a room key. Yeah. So they were really strict with that. And the rule didn't really affect me in any way because I stayed there and I had a badge anyway. But yeah. I always use the badge. I'm always in vendor hall and I shouldn't be in the vendor hall and I shouldn't be in artist alley. I'm not allowed in there. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's another reason I can't really go to conventions anymore because I get in a lot of trouble and I need to save my money. (laughs) So (laughs) I try not to bring too much money and I've been really good about not buying figures and statues and stuff I don't need. So I'd rather spend my money with artist alley which is stuff i don't need but i'd rather support artists right right so <laughs> <laughs> it's a double-edged sword i'm telling you it's bad 
Yeah. It's bad, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's what I'm, we're here for. We're here to support these people. Yeah, no, I have like two major purchases that I want to make in October just to kind of make up for the fact that there is no New York Comic Con. Like, I want to get a statue that's coming out in November and mm -hmm. a pair of AirPods to finally try them out. Mm -hmm. See what all the fuss is about. Um, I've heard good things. You've heard good things? Okay. I've heard good things. Do you have a pair? I don't because I'm cheap. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, oh my god. I am super cheap. So, I mean, if somebody wants to buy me some AirPods, like, cool. Awesome. Not going to fight you, but it's not coming out of my paycheck. Um, <laughs> but my best friend does own them. I think pretty much all of my friends own them. I'm. Oh, okay. I'm just cheap. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I so when I told you I had to find my headphones, I literally had to find the thing that plugs into my phone. Because, oh yeah, you know. I yeah, I mean, I still got. I'm not about that rich people life. <laughs> pair, I've got pairs of wired headphones, but like, you know, sooner or later, like the like the one I'm using now for when I listen to my phone on break at work, it's like the wires is like sticking out and like the the coating or whatever like coming apart. So I was like, uh oh. Right. Running out. <laughs> Running out. So bad. It's so bad, mm. but that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Fine. It's all fine. It's okay. I've got, I've got, I've, I mean, I've got other goodies that are coming in October that I ordered a while ago that just like one of the, one of the latest thing was, it was supposed to come out this month was a, um, a final fantasy seven, uh, jigsaw puzzle. Give me fun. something to do. Give me something to do in my apartment when I'm bored. I got nothing to do. Oh no! That was supposed to come out in this month, but then it got delayed to October. So I was like, okay. Oh, guess I gotta wait. Guess I gotta wait. It's okay. Um, it's okay. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm trying to be good about my money too, and um, not sub to OnlyFans people. But oh, no. <laughs> honestly, like, and and these girls, they get it. They get it. Like. If you can't subscribe to them for a month, they're so nice about it. Like they, they understand. At least a majority of them do. Yeah. And like to be totally honest with you, I've kind of been a bit more favorable to that instead of Patreon. Like not Yeah. Just be I, I think it is solely because of how cheaper it is to sub for a month on OnlyFans rather than to possibly or usually dish out a large amount for a higher tier just to get quote unquote like sexy sets or whatever. Right. From correct me if I'm wrong because I I know people that do OnlyFans, but I don't I don't see their content. But usually, from what I understand, most of their content is more like selfies and things like that. It's so it's a lot more casual for them. Selfies, but then they'll do like super lewd sets that they will sell behind mm -hmm. an extra paywall, what's known as a PPV, which I think is pay per view. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So like they'll either like advertise it like on their main feed or send it as a direct message. And depending on like the size or the content. Um, that's in like this like paid set. It'll have a ver a varying price. Um, yeah, that's that. See, that's smart. Yeah, 
because the, the comparison that I've had is like you can either subdue like my Patreon to have all of the sets for mm -hmm. the month, or if you don't like all of the sets, then just buy it through OnlyFans a la carte kind of way. See, yeah, that I think that's that's really smart. Good for these girls. Yeah, and the guys and the guys that do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Like me. Oh yeah, you know what? He, you know he does have it, and and I always forget he has it because he doesn't advertise it too much. So I'm like, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Support all the people, damn it! Support yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the the only fan that I have, it's free. So I mean, I'm not doing anything too crazy. Mm -hmm. And plus, I don't post on it often. Because I'm not really banking on it as much. And yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it I'd is much, what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather do stuff like this or my blog for a living or whatever, but. Right. Eh. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On, honestly, it's, it, it's getting media passes through my own content that have been a real, real mood lifter for me this year. Cause That's I, awesome. Because I got my second one for PAX Online, which is happening next week. So I've been setting up interviews with certain developers based on their games, if they're, like, really, really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And I want to try to get some, like, just more info and just, like, write posts about it. But, um, yeah, that's starting – that's a whole week event where they combined – PAX West and PAX Australia Ooh. for a full online convention that's happening throughout the whole of next week. Um, and I think this weekend, so it's a nine-day event. Nice. Um, so I've got that to look forward to. And then yeah, it's just waiting this pandemic out and then trying to get more guests on my show. You got this. <laughs> I got faith. Oh, this is why I, I love faith. you. <laughs> yeah, no, my the after this episode, the next one is number 50. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, you need I'm a very to... you need a very famous guest for your 50th episode. Yaya Han, Jessica Negri, if you're listening to this, please... Do it, ladies. Do it. <laughs> it's not like you guys I, are busy or anything. I, I, oh, oh yeah, you're not busy. Come on, you're not busy. With their, like, 10 bajillion followers. Yeah, 10 bajillion <laughs> followers and, like, Yaya's cosplay empire. <laughs> They're not busy. They got time. <laughs> they got time. Did you ever check out her book? Oh, uh, Yaya? Yeah. I, you know what? I if I'm being very transparent, I'm I have not. Um, I respect her as a very successful businesswoman, but the times I have met her, she has not been very kind. Oh no! So <laughs> so I'm while I respect, it's okay. While I respect all the business stuff that she does and what she's been doing for the cosplay community. Personally, I'm not her biggest fan. Okay, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. We don't always have great experiences with everybody. I probably caught her on a couple bad days. I mean, that could be the that could be the answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
it's okay. <laughs> okay. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. <laughs> uh, what else do you want to talk about in terms of like, I guess, quarantine content creation and whatnot? You know, my biggest thing is uh, not necessarily advice, but I don't want people to feel and feel bad if they're not doing anything during the quarantine, if people are just not creating or if they're just sitting around at home and watching TV and just on their phones, that's okay. There, there shouldn't be pressure to create if, if they don't want to, they don't have to. Um, I, I think this is kind of a well-needed break for a lot of cosplayers because they always are doing things last minute and yeah. it drives them insane and they get sick from having to, you know, get ready for the convention that's in two days. So yeah, going through con crunch and all that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just don't want people to feel pressured into having to create. And if they see other people creating and flourishing and, you know, doing things, they shouldn't feel bad. There's no pressure. You, if you're ready to create, cool, create. If you don't want to, if you're not feeling up to it, there's no pressure. Like your true fans, your true followers, your true friends, they're gonna get it. Yeah, they'll understand. Exactly. So that I mean, that's really it. It's if you have the motivation, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. If you just want to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and watch Netflix, I'm for it. I'm for it. Is that what you've what been doing? Does. You, you need to not attack me. You need to stop attacking me. <laughs> Let me tell you. Probably. <laughs> I am pleading the fifth. <laughs> Mind your business. Okay. All right. As I'm, like, as no, I'm throwing my own business out there. No hard. No hard. No. Okay. All right. I get it. Hey, I mean, I I went out to the CVS last night and got some ice cream because I was bored and I was hungry and I just I watched. Oh my I god! I, I ate so much food yesterday. I hung out with the, with one of my best friends, and that's awesome. We we got breakfast. We 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 ate out for breakfast, and then Ooh. before she so how left, was that experience? How was eat? I have yet to eat out since the okay, quarantine so, happened. Well, at a, an actual like restaurant, like I'll I'll do curbside pickup, but that's right. It. No, yeah, no, I'll do I'll do um takeout or most places when they have because so. My friend, she lives in Connecticut. She actually came up to spend most of the day with me, like the morning. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, like every time I walk around my place, I feel like I lucked out because I am near everything. That's I'm good. talking like there's a town hall down the road. The place we went out for breakfast, it's like a five-minute walk. Perfect. Plus gas and so, waste. Yeah. And um, so we went there. We had our mask on outside. They only let in like one party at a time to be seated. And oh, excuse me. Um, after that, we sit down. We have our mask off, and then we just ate like normal. I mean, all the servers, the waiters, waitresses, they had their masks on. Um, mostly everyone else didn't, because I mean, well, they were eating. Well, they were eating. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> And then we got up. Like every every time you had to get up and like 
so we had to get up and uh, pay for the breakfast. So I had to put my mask on, pay, and then we just left, and that was it. Right. But then, so when she had to leave, we wanted so like I treated her for breakfast. She treated me to lunch. Nice. Down again, down the block there is a very good chicken wings place. So we ordered over the phone and just picked it up, like just dropped into the restaurant and grabbed our food and paid, and that was it. Oh, easy. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But That's... then other other instances, I'll like, yeah, I'll have delivery. Like, there's a pizza place that I always eat at mm-hmm. that does delivery. Um, yeah, I mean, I try not to eat out as much. Because of quarantine, like mm-hmm. I'll try to hopefully get enough food as far as groceries are concerned. Um, but yeah, like I'll, I'll treat myself to like eating out every once every few weeks or so. Right. Yeah. the The places that I've been doing the whole curbside pickup have been at local places. So. Uh, not the mom and pop shops, but I guess, you know, mom and pop type of restaurants. Right. So, because I'd rather support local versus McDonald's. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. That's, that's what I do, too. Like, yeah. It's like McDonald's can, they're going to survive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Survive. They're going to survive. But, you know, the little one place down the street, it's their only location. Help them out a little bit if you can. Otherwise, I know everybody's going through a really hard time. I've been very thankful to be working during quarantine. I don't mind it. I'm not going to complain. So, you know, if you can support others, then cool. If you can't, that's fine. You can't. Yeah. You know, you can't put your stuff at at risk because you're trying to support other people. You know, sometimes you got to think about yourself, too. You know, you got to eat. You got to. You gotta pay rent. You gotta pay your bills. All that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was that was another thing that my friend and I touched on. Cause like one of the things that's been stressing me out is just trying to find a better paying job that's a little bit more enjoyable or more so closely related to my field. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like we had mentioned, like before we started recording, like I got something lined up. Hopefully, it'll be good. I don't know, but it's fingers just, crossed. No, no one, but no one's hiring right now, and it's right. And like my friend reiterated, like you know, like it's not you. I mean, she pointed out to me that you were able to move out of your house during a pandemic, right? Which is insane. Most people lost their house or apartment because of the pandemic. Right. And so that kind of like cheered me up and made me feel a little bit better about all the stuff that I've been doing so far in this time frame. Right. Right. Um, I mean, you're doing great. And and I know a lot of other people are too. And it's just about making ends meet and... I know it's easier said than done, but trying to remain positive in a very difficult situation because we're this is this is new for all of us. So we're all going through this at the same time. That's so yeah. It, it's you just got to try to stay as positive as you can. And I know I'm I try to be as positive as I can, but I'm also very negative in terms of myself. Same here. Um, yeah. So it's like I will hype up everybody, but 
don't you dare come at me with any positivity. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It is what it is. But, you know, I think people just have to remember that they can't be very hard on themselves. We're all going through this together. We're we're all going to be OK. Yeah. Well, unless there's anything else you want to mention, that's a pretty peaceful sounding statement to end this episode off on. Eat your vegetable, kids. Eat your Okay. Well, we can end it on that. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> and don't uh, slut shame. That's not nice. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't slut shame anyone that's doing an OnlyFans as their main career or whatever. Like, if they got it, they got it. If they can got it, flaunt it, whatever. That's it. Girl, do you do you. Guys, That's it. you do you also. Yeah. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want to uh, help support my work or my show, you can either sub to my free Patreon and I can give you some rewards, or you can become a supporter through uh, Anchor's main website. Um, Jess, if they want to follow your work, where do they go? Um, you can go to my Facebook page, which is just JC Cosplay, J-A-Y-C-E-E -E, Cosplay, or my Instagram, which is at J-A-Y-M-C-E-E -E, underscore underscore. I hope I got that right. Yeah, yes, you did. Close I'm enough. At it right Perfect. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that thing, social media, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess that's it, and I hope you guys enjoyed this little uh, episode, and I will catch you guys all in the next one. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review and feedback. You can also support the show through Anchor's listener support or on my Patreon, patreon.com slash lightningpalace. For more cosplay news and coverage, visit the Lightning Palace on Blogspot and follow Lightning Palace on Twitter and Instagram. See you all next time.